Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. I am so excited to talk to you today. Today, we are going to discuss how to exercise our brain. If we want to have true change in our lives, we must first be transformed in our thinking. We must learn to exercise our minds. We do this by learning new things, by being intentional with our thoughts and what we're meditating on, and by doing physical exercise. You may remember from the Word of God, we are told to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Renewing our our mind uh, is done in meditation and choosing what we're thinking, uh, to choose our thoughts very carefully. Throughout this podcast, we have talked about um, health, um, and I do believe that um, the beginning of health uh, starts with a change of our thinking. The most powerful exercise that we can do for the brain is to think and study the Word of God. Over the next few weeks, we're going to discuss brain health in a deeper way. We're going to talk about meditation. We're going to talk about uh, physical exercise, and we're also going to talk about diet. Today, I want to talk a little more about meditation. If you had listened to prior podcasts, you will remember that we had a discussion about telomeres. Telomeres are non-coding DNA on the tips of our chromosomes. These telomeres do not just follow some pre-programmed genetic code, but are listening to what's going on in our environment. Do we feel safe? Uh, What are we putting in our body? Uh, What we're thinking? What we're feeling? Uh, So they're responding to all those things. And you may remember that the things that cause our telomeres to be shorter or to cause our cells to die faster are stress, worry, fear, whether our brain is focused or not focused, if we're having an unhealthy diet, uh, all these things, or if we're not exercising, all these things uh, contribute to increased cellular death, or one can say aging at the cellular level. You may remember that when cells uh, get to the end of their life, they may be alive but they are not producing good things. They may be producing cytokines, cytokines that cause uh, inflammatory inflammation in the body. And as we hopefully you've learned over this series of podcasts, that inflammation is at the very root of illness. One of the ways that we can combat uh, inflammation uh, is to learn to be intentional with the thoughts and to deal with anxiety and fear. And one of the ways you can do that is by studying and believing the Word of God. Researchers have found that there definitely is power in prayer and spiritual practices. Research has found that uh, prayer and meditation actually reduce stress. And one study even showed that 12 minutes of meditation per day may slow down the aging process. So many in the body of Christ are stressed, worried, fearful, and unfortunately sick. 
You know, even in the church, we have diabetes, hypertension, we have depression. Uh, all these things are, are rooted in stress, fear, anxiety. One of the ways that we can deal with stress is to learn to meditate and tap into the goodness of God. That brought me to Psalms 46. I really like the Passion Translation. And I'm not going to read the whole psalm to you. I encourage you to do that today yourself. But I will give you the high points. In this psalm, it says, God is a safe place to refuge. So many of us don't think God is a safe place to refuge. It's just not true. He is a refuge. He is a strong tower. And that through the death of his son, he established a relationship, a powerful relationship that we can draw from. And the word tells us that we can come to the throne of God anytime. We don't have to get right to go. Matter of fact, going to him is where we get right. You know, it says in 1 John that perfect love cast out all fear because fear implies punishment. If you are a Christian today and you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior and you are fearing punishment, then you have not understood or have not grasped the fullness of God's love. And it is in that place of reading the Word and studying and, and meditating on His promises that you will be free from the fear and anxiety. If you are a Christian today and you're worried about the future or you're worried about your job or you're, you're reliving things in the past, then you are not truly free. That the freedom that comes of understanding who you are and whose you are is so powerful and that He is a loving God. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That Jesus is the power or the energy that you are looking for. Uh, Colossians says that Jesus is what holds all the world together. Friends, I'll share with you that I have felt the power of God. I have felt His power, electricity run through me. I know that there is a supernatural God. I know that He has the power to heal I know that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can experience that supernatural love and the power to live each day, not just getting by, but to live each day in a powerful, abundant life. The next part of this uh, psalm, which was so beautiful, it says that God is a proven help, that He's more than enough, always available whenever I need Him. I just said that. It says that if you, we who receive Christ as our Savior, we can go boldly to the throne every time. God is looking for emotionally stable people. When we are fearful, we waver from one thing to the other. But when we understand and we begin to take one day at a time and begin to focus our mind on the things of God, the heavenly things, then we can walk in that peace and joy. If you remember from previous podcasts that the kingdom of God is within us, righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness is a free gift. As soon as we receive Christ, 
we have become righteous, that we have become holy. But that holiness can grow, and that grows in that maturing of knowing who we are and whose we are. And that can only happen in a secret place. That can only happen when we allow Jesus and the Holy Spirit to minister to our hearts, uh, to begin to heal those broken places, to show us who we are, and to give us direction uh, on, on what He has planned for, which is so much bigger than you and I could ever imagine. But in this scripture, it talks about that emotional health. It says, as you have that foundation of understanding who you are, you will never fear. Even if structures crumble and even if there's earthquakes and even if there's a raging storm and wind and crashing waves, that we will not waver because our foundation is sure. There's another scripture in Isaiah that says that, um, he will keep you at perfect peace, whose mind is steadfast on him. The Lord showed me a hurricane, and in the center there is this peace and calm. That's where we can live as believers in Jesus Christ, as we keep our eyes on Jesus, that we can have walk in that peace regardless of what's going on around us. You can have that peace here. If you're fearful today, then you're not walking in it. And if we're fearful, uh, then we're, we're really walking in unbelief because we're not believing what the Word of God says. We're not hanging on to it. So when we are fearful and worried, um, we actually choke off the grace and the supply that God is freely giving to us. It's like a river that's coming from heaven, and we can get under that river anytime we want to. Matter of fact, we live and move and have our being in Him, that we have that refreshing that's always coming. But when we get anxious or fearful, we, we close it off. In verse 4 of Psalms 46, it says this, God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to His people. His river flows right through the city of God, most high, into the holy dwelling places. You are the holy dwelling place of the Lord. So when we allow fear and worry to come in, we, we choke off the grace that he's trying to, trying to give us. So friends, I'm asking you to go into the secret place. Allow the Lord to heal you. Begin to meditate on his word. If you remember from Proverbs 4, uh, think 21 through 24, the word says, if you will think on my words, if you allow them to penetrate deep into your spirit, and as you unwrap my words, they will bring radiant health to your flesh or to your body. So there's something about thinking on things that are good, thinking on the promises of God, understanding that the blood of Christ has set you free, understanding that Jesus has provided a way, that you no longer have to walk on a condemnation, that you no longer have to believe the lies of the enemy, that you are not, you are worthless, that you can't do anything because the blood of Christ has made you right with the Father, a loving Father who wants to provide, who can provide, who can bring you peace, can bring you joy. So if you remember, we, we need to get rid of this fear because fear is torment. And I do believe that fear, anxiety, stress, all that's wrapped into one is causing physical illness. We understand this. We just talked about the telomeres. 
that they are listening to what's going on in the environment. And if we are stressed out and worried and fearful, our telomeres are dividing faster and they're getting to the sensient stage or a stage of where they are alive, but they're not functioning correctly. So for instance, if you have, if your immune cells are all tired and worn out, and we know that stress suppresses your immune system, then you're going to be susceptible to chronic illness. They won't be able to fight infection. The same thing goes with your brain cells. If you are, if your brain cells are dividing faster and getting to the old, you're not going to be able to think as clear. You're not going to be able to have your thoughts as, as, as crisp as they need to be. So meditation is a principle that can provide, begin to help you meditate on one day at a time. It is important to live each day because the Lord's mercies are for each day. Um, and if you remember, there was a study um, in about 250 women whose minds were distracted. They were not focused. Regardless of the stress that was around them, they had shorter telomeres. So this understanding of living in the moment, enjoying the moment, understanding that God is the creator, that he created this beauty. He, he created everything. It wasn't, we're not just part of the universe. The power that raised Christ from the dead is the power of the Holy Spirit. The power that we are seeking, that peace that we're seeking, the mystery that we're seeking is Lord God Almighty. And that through Jesus Christ, we have been given the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is powerful. And, and, it, and it will help raise you up. Uh, and give you the peace and joy. You know, the Bible says that men's hearts will fail them in the last days due to fear. We in the body of Christ, we should not be fearing. We should not be fear. We have a God that says that he's holding our right hand. He says, do not fear for I am with you. So I want to leave you uh, with a few verses from Isaiah 54, and then I would like to um, pray pray with you. Um, Isaiah 54 um, has several verses that are really good. So verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent, and let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Spare not, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. So that's a, that's a, you know, go for it. You know, you, you have abundant life. Open up your arms, stretch them out, go forward, strengthen your states. Verse five says, for your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your redeemer. The God of the whole earth, he is called. Verse nine. It says, for this is like the days of Noah to me, as I've sworn that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth. So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you. For though the mountains should depart and the hills be shaken or removed, yet my love and kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace and completeness be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. That is what we have. The unshakable God who said he will never leave us or forsake us. 
He gave us his son as proof of his love. Actually, God with us, he he actually came in human form and bought back our um, lives. He bought it back from the enemy that we gave up in the Garden of Eden. And Jesus has provided a way for to establish that relationship. And here are some more promises. Verse 13. And all your spiritual children shall be disciples taught by the Lord and obedient to his will. And great shall be the peace and undisturbed composure of your children. You shall establish yourself in righteousness. You shall be far from even the thought of oppression or destruction, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Behold, they may gather together and stir up strife, but it is not from me. God is not the author of strife, strife the enemy is. Whoever stirs up strife against you shall fall and surrender to you. That's a promise. Behold, I have created the smith who blows on the fire of coals, who produces a weapon for its purpose, and I have created the devastator to destroy. But here is verse 17, and hold on to this today. But no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you should show to be in the wrong. This peace Righteousness, security, triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, those in whom the ideal servant of the Lord is reproduced. That's you and me as believers in Jesus Christ. We are the servant of the Lord. This is the righteousness or the vindication which they obtain from me. This is that which I impart to them as their justification. So that's a promise. That no weapon formed against you shall prosper as you lean in, as you you press into the Lord to know Him. You know, that's really the most important thing, is to know Him and the power of His resurrection. So I encourage you today to take that scripture, Psalms 46, and begin to meditate on there. That you have a river that's constantly flowing through heaven. That you have access to the Father 24-7 all the time. That He will never rebuke you. The enemy will tell you that God is angry and mad and you can't go through him, but it's not true. He is not angry. He says, come before me. Come, receive my son as your savior. You can't save yourself. So we learned that the power of meditation is is healing to the body. The secular world is finding this out. Science is finding this out. So how much more? We who are Christian, as we spend time meditating on the Word of God, that we think the Word of God, that we uh, allow it to penetrate deep in our spirit as we speak the Word of God, as we meditate on the Word of God, there is power, there is healing, there is restoration. You are so loved. So, Father, I thank you for every person that's listening this morning. I pray that by the power of your word, that it will just penetrate into the deepest access of the heart, that they will understand the love of the Father that was shown through your Son, and that through His, through your Son, Jesus Christ, that they have life and can have life abundantly, that it is that He is the source of life. He is the bread of life, that everything lives and moves and has its being in Jesus who holds all their things together, that Jesus is the very electricity and source of life, that we are not one with the universe, 
but we are one with the holy God, children of the most high God, and that we can walk in that uh, as we hold your hand. So, Father, I pray for each one, those who are suffering from anxiety and depression, Lord, we declare fear be far from them, and that the peace of the Lord, the peace of the Holy Spirit begin to fall upon them right now as they hear the peace that comes only for understanding that they are deeply, deeply loved. May your love flow upon them today. In Jesus' name, amen.